the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along. Another gorgeous day here in Western Pennsylvania. Kath is back. Good Happy to, to be here, you guys. Very nice. Happy post-Memorial Day. Very nice indeed. Yeah, yeah. How was Memorial Day? Did you grill out? I uh, did not grill out, mm-hmm. but I did empty the pod, which oh, was very thrilling. The pod? The pod is empty, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Long National Nightmare is yes, over. Yes, we've been doing renovations at my house, in case you're new to the show, and uh, we've had a pod in our driveway for 10 months Shoo. we got it august 3rd of last year and how much a month 297 or two wait or 279 when i retire i'm going to live there yeah that's i'm going to be in the pod pod. yeah we decided if we didn't like the renovations we were just going to live in it (laughs) but we do like the renovations 10 months it's all over thank goodness oh my god what do people do before pods i I don't know but i have to give a shout out to the pod people because it really does I mean, it's more expensive than go like having a spot at U-Haul or a store. It's, it's, it is more expensive. Yeah. But the it, convenience. Gi- it, it gives you access to what you need do, mm-hmm. you know, during the time. Right. And when it's time to unload, it's... Right there. Plus, you get really familiar with uh, locks. Locking and unlocking the pod. The lock they give you at pod is crap. Well, just, you, don't get sullied here because you were it's just crap. being real positive about them. Now all of a sudden, the lock is terrible, and I had to rent bolt cutters from Home Depot to twice. cut it off. Is that once or twice. Twice. Mm-hmm. Two ninety a month. <laughs> Sorry, look, it wasn't really good. We and then I called them, positive. and I was like, "The lock, the lock is broken," and they're like, "Well, the lock is yours." Mm-hmm. I was you, like, "Well, I you bought it, right? I didn't buy it. I mean, it came on." Anyway, but still, I, I do like the pod people. Nice. You're right. That was like a, that was like a compliment, and then a slap. Oh, big time! Sorry for that, pod people. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. We uh, we digress. <laughs> just want to apologize up front there because it is Wednesday and it is beautiful outside. It sure is. Right? Very nice. It My really car does is. not have air conditioning though. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. No okay. Saying. Well, I would have a hard time with that. I don't. I was fine. You you and I don't have air conditioning in our homes. Right. In the car, it's nice. It no no, it's imperative. It's beyond nice. I just drive. I'm fast. okay with it. In my without it in my house, the car, no way. Really, no way. Because okay. you don't have to worry about your hair when you dress right. up and go places. No, no. I have and, the windows down, oh, yeah, and I got oh my hair's gonna be messed up. Right. Like how would no anyone know? Oh gee, look, my wrap around, <laughs> my comb over is flying out the window. Right? You don't have a comb over, thank goodness. <laughs> anyway, uh, comb, comb over without much worst. ado. It is. Kath, uh, busy day here news-wise, so yep. please uh, give us the top four at four. It's Wednesday, June 1st. Did you know that? I do know. That's shocking. Happy June 1st. How can to it you. be June 1st? Sorry to see May go by. I know. Favorite month. Number one. Very well. Over 5 million children, John, now in need of humanitarian assistance because of the war in Ukraine, with consequences for children at a scale and speed not seen since World War II, UNICEF said today. Almost two out of every three children have been displaced by fighting. 
They're focusing on getting drinkable water and food to the kids. Um, but also we have to keep in mind that access to vital grains and other foodstuffs is not working as it has before due to Russia's blockade of Ukraine's Black Sea shipping ports. Russia and Ukraine account for one-third of the world's wheat exports. One-third. Number two. A tabernacle worth $2 million was stolen from a Catholic church in Brooklyn, police said, in what church officials describe as a brazen crime of disrespect and hate. The bejeweled tabernacle, which is really something... The photographs I saw, I think I was reading it in the New York Times. No, it was in the Washington Post. Really amazing. Um, so it's a container that houses the Eucharist, which is used in communion. And the Roman Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn said in a statement, it is irreplaceable due to its historical and artistic value. Um, the burglary happened on Friday. And uh, there was no witnesses. There were no witnesses. Surveillance footage was not available. And police have no leads. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Construction was being done in that church. Right. So, someone, so there were a lot of people going in and out. Well, it wasn't a guy who didn't have the knowledge of how to right. do that. Because they said it had to have been more than one person right. because, of the so weight, weight. because of the weight of it. This is interesting. The tabernacle was finished in 1895. Mm-hmm. And the jewels which were affixed to it were donated by parishioners. Diamonds and other jewels from engagement and wedding rings adorned it. Mm. Can you believe that? No. Number three. The Bucks can't beat the Cincinnati Reds, but somehow they can play against the Dodgers. Bring what it. in the world? Pirates won again last night, 5-3, with Mitch Keller earning the win. Five innings of work, just two hits and five strikeouts. Nice. Dwayne Underwood Jr. brought 1.1 innings of relief. Will Crow got the save with a perfect ninth. And how about this kid, a Tucipita Mercano, homered back in back-to-back games? Yeah, love it. He was so excited. That's when you see I young was kids so play. Excited. You go, I love that. You get excited by this. At number four, to mark Queen Elizabeth's record stint on the British throne, the next four days in the UK will see a royal jubilee to end all jubilees. Nice. And la- I'll finish it there. That is your top four at four. But I would like to give you some details. Oh, yeah, sure. Can I? Yeah, please. Okay. She's 96. Wow. She's already witnessed three major celebrations of her reign. She had her silver jubilee in 77, her golden in 02, and her diamond in 12. So this time around, the government has promised a spectacular once-in-a-generation show. They're having a military parade. They're having street parties. They're having flaming torches across all parts of the former British Empire. The largest church bells will ring. And for the first time, the UK government, on its official Jubilee website, is inviting anybody who wants to participate However they want to, they can. So, for example, at the University of Texas, Tyler, the Alpha Ta Omega fraternity is hosting a beer pong tournament commemorating the life and reign of the queen. Okay. A race course in Scotland is planning a corgi derby. <laughs> of course. In honor of her. I like it. And in southern England, some 20 sad souls have signed up to, one a sev- to run a 70-kilometer ultramarathon. Mm. One kilometer for every year the queen's been on the throne. To honor the queen. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, not li- a couple other things. Um, the British government says more than 200,000 local events and street parties are expected. Okay? This guy named Peter Old has spent 11 months gathering a British automobile registered in each year of the Queen's reign. And they will drive a convoy 70 miles oh. in all of those vehicles across southwest England on Sunday. Oh, I love that so is much. Is that made for Top Gear? That sure I mean, is. Can you believe that? They'll, hopefully they'll be there. And someone records this into a documentary. That's super cool. Um, during World War II, uh, Queen Elizabeth, remember she was a mechanic? Yeah. Do you remember that? So this guy, Peter Old, thought it would be really cool to produce a list of vehicles in honor of her. 
Excellent. Uh, her war service. Well, I think we should get on board with this. Maybe on Friday we should do Monarch Music Friday, and we'll play the, the, the best songs of the British monarchy. The best monarchy. songs of the British monarchy. Yeah, right, which would include a wide range what of people. What would that? I don't know. From you know anybody from Benny Hill to the Sex Pistols. Okay, and good. And everybody else in between. <laughs> okay, I like it. Right? That's okay. I like it. All right. Anyway, um, a pageant on Sunday, John, will feature 10,000 people, a gold stagecoach, and a puppet dragon the size of a London bus. Excellent. I saw her, the, the, the ridiculousness of this celebration. Her image was, they were um, superimposed over Stonehenge. Oh, right. Yeah, I saw that I, too. Really? Right. Yeah, they put her okay. up on Stonehenge. Fine. That's pretty funny. I so, like congratulations. It. When does the festivities get underway? Today. Today. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations, Queen. Right. Once in a generation. I would say uh, once in a lifetime. Once in a li- Once in a. Yeah. 200, 500 years. Right. Whatever. Right. She's the longest reigning queen in the uh, in the royal monarchy. Right. Fabulous. Okay, we'll take a quick break. We're going to talk weirdly about silence. 101.5 WORD. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I can be your number one fan. That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm, Shirleysburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bowe, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. New message. Hey, man, it's Devin. You know, from that time you accidentally emailed me because you thought I was a different Devin. Oh, and your email signature said confidential. If you receive this in error, please delete. <laughs> That's so you. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat. When are we set in sail, Captain? <laughs> when you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Oh, and uh, no, you did not receive this message in error. <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted. 
you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company, trusted, proven, referred. Thanks for being with us. That took a long time for you to come up with something to say. Well, no. Here's what I want to say. I don't know if this is good radio. Now, does that make you uncomfortable? Yes. It makes you anxious? Yes. Well, Silence? It, well, a little. Why is that? Because. You're expecting oh no. something All to- of a sudden now, it's John Hall's comma therapist. I just want to know. I mean, because silence. I've already told you that I have a hard time with silence, that when I'm at home, I have a radio on at all times. And hmm. everyone who lives with me knows that this is what it is. So you never engage in like... When I pray, I turn things off. Otherwise... You're cranked. I'm cranked. Chris Martin is with us. Chris, a regular guest on our show. He's a content marketing editor at Moody Publishers, also the author of Terms of Service, The Real Cost of Social Media. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me again, guys. Good to be back. So I see that you and I have this in common, Chris, that we tend to uh, run away from silence a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think a lot of people are probably pretty uncomfortable with silence. Um, yeah, John was true. a little preachy there for a minute, Chris, Wait, wasn't he? He was. I like, know. No, I know. What mansplaining silence? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, kudos to you. If you're- being, being good at silence is not something to be ashamed of. Right. Uh, I think I think it may be even more true, perhaps even the younger you are, that that the more uncomfortable with silence you are, just because it's so it's so much easier to be surrounded with noise. Sure. If you've been around, you know, having the internet in your pocket at all times and being able to have, you know, I I just generally think it makes sense that people who grew up like having to get up to turn on the TV or the radio. Uh, probably are a little bit more used to having silence than people who can have any radio station or any TV channel sure. on in their pocket at any time, you know? So, right, right. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I've, I've been writing a lot. I actually just started my first foray into trying to write some fiction ever, which Thank is you. kind of intimidating. Yeah, but it's kind of fun. And I was I was reflecting as one of the characters uh, when you're writing fiction, you're, you're not writing from your own voice, but you're kind of writing in a, in a character's voice. And I was writing as a character about about the the fear of silence and how it's scary to be in silence and what i realized was is i was really writing my own thoughts just in this character's voice and and so i decided to share that in my newsletter and i think it's related to our relationship with social media and and i think it's related just to our relationship with media in general because mm-hmm. some folks are, are like you kathy who who maybe um wouldn't need to have a radio on at all times like i have music on when i go to bed every night do you um, yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. Have since I was in middle school. Is in that fact, right? It, like, so now do yeah. you have the same, I don't mean to get too personal here, but what are you listening to? Like, are you, is it the same yeah. music all the time? Is it is, metal? It's, it's, is it metal? It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Just like hard, like screamo, <laughs> you know, when I'm going to bed. Um, Sleep well. No. So it's, it's, it's so, it's funny that you asked that. Cause I was, I was going to say, I've had the same sleep playlist uh, since I was in middle school. Oh my it's gosh. Changed, it's changed a little bit, like a few different songs. And it's a really odd amalgamation of songs. Like there's a, there's a song from like circle of life from lion King is on there. <laughs> okay. Um, a couple of like early two thousands, like punk rock songs that are kind of soft. Like they're not like hard, okay. they're kind of like ballads of, in a sort. Um, 
a couple Michael Bublé songs from the early 2000s. Wow. Um, so it's kind of a wide array. And it's it's only like 15 songs. So the thing probably repeats like, you know, 20 times a night or some, or more. Um, but then also my wife has some like light instrumental music soundtrack that frankly, that's more commonly what it is these days. Okay, um, yeah. And uh, it's like it's like worship inter- instrumental. It's like the stuff you'd hear in Chick Fil A or something like right, that. Right, right, <laughs> um, exactly. It's like it's like. Uh, wait, so she's like, dreaming about it's, it's elevator music that's blessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's um, dreaming about fries. Yeah. You're dreaming about Michael Bublé. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but like, I, I was just on a trip and and I was by myself in a hotel in Chicago and like I put on my old middle school sleep playlist. Um, so yeah, but anyway, so I I've always kind of struggled with silence, and it's not you know I don't. I don't have some like past terrible trauma that I'm trying to escape sure. or something like that, which may be the case for some people who struggle with silence. But but I don't you know, I don't like I don't like the uncertainty or, or sort of the unpredictability of of what comes with silence. Maybe it's, you know, like like I, I wrote in the piece, you know, it could be I start putting together the next day's to do list or I start thinking about this terribly embarrassing interaction I had at work the other day. And I just you never really know what's I don't know about you guys for me. I don't. I never really know what's going to come in those silent moments right. when I'm not mm-hmm. tapping on my phone or listening to music. And sometimes it's kind of kind of nerve wracking to like what's going to what's going to slip into my mind if I if I don't have something audibly going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, what comes into the silence is you, right? Right. The purity of you, the good and the bad. And uh, this is just only my observation of of sort of delving into silence. Sooner or later, if you do it long enough, you're able to curate your thoughts and control what comes in. Right. I mean, yeah, you build it instead of it just rushing in. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a discipline to silence. And I think like a lot of the like the desert fathers, like, you know, thousands or at least hundreds, hundreds of years ago in church history that had a lot to say about like silence. And they're there. You know, you like if you want to, at least here in the U.S., you can go to some silent retreats that are for, you know, like where, where like monks go or whatever. And, I've done and like it. Spend time in silence. And yeah, like you can, there's one in Kentucky. I think that's, that's not, where I was not too far from where Yeah, I yeah. was in Gethsemane. I spent a week there in silence. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a, it's an interesting thing. And I, I think you're right. Like, I think it's a discipline and I think the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it's something that, you know, Kathy, you talked about how you, whenever you're praying, you're, you have it in silence, you, you know, you, you turn off and, and I'm the same way, even when I'm doing like morning devos, I'll have some like instrumental music on when I'm, uh, when I'm doing like reading, doing my Bible reading or like journaling, but then when it's time to pray, like everything gets turned off. And so I'm, I'm kind of similar mm-hmm. to you in that way. And so I think, I think it's important that we not fear the silence and this, like I'm preaching to myself as much as I'm preaching anybody here. Sure. Um, I, I think it's important that we, that we not fear silence. It is, it, again, it is difficult for everybody for different reasons, some of which may be more serious or, or justified than others. But I think it's, Sometimes in the silence, at least for me, it's easy to remember things in the past that maybe were hurtful or maybe they're things that were really sweet that are no longer around, whether it's a passed away loved one or, or a friendship that you used to have that you don't really have anymore. And I think um, I have one of my favorite authors is a guy named John Green, who paraphrasing, he says uh, in one of his novels, um, it, you might be there might be something that you're afraid to remember but the reason that it hurts to remember that is because it mattered. Like it hurts mm-hmm. because it mattered. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in silence, a lot of times we're faced with things that hurt to remember that weren't necessarily hurtful, but they hurt to remember because they were happy and they're gone or, or something like that. And I think it's not always bad to visit those kind of cemeteries of the past and, and maybe grieve a little bit because 
those things that hurt to remember, they hurt to remember because they mattered and they still matter to us today, even if we don't get to still have them. And yeah. I think in the silence, at least for me, sometimes that's, I come face to face with those things, which is why it can be difficult. Right. Chris Martin is with us. He's a writer, a regular guest on our show. His book is called Terms of Service, The Real Cost of Social Media. You can also find him on the web under Terms of Service as well, where he writes regularly. But Chris, I often think about this, you know, pre sort of, you know, um, the invention of industry, the industrial revolution, and then of course, pre radio. I mean, so not that long ago, 120 plus, you know, years ago for the radio or so, and, you know, 150 years for industrial revolution, people pretty much lived in silence. I mean, we are the newest aspect of having some noise around us at all times. For the most part, ancient man or, you know, from the 1820s forward or backwards, people lived in relative silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And darkness, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's interesting to think about that and how, you know, how did they cope? Well, they they just did. They didn't know any different. And I think they, you know, they would probably if you could pull someone from 150 years ago up to the present, well, they'd have a lot of questions. But one of the questions they would have is, is how do you guys break through all this noise all the time? Like, it's so noisy all the time. Yeah. And I think I think that can be very distracting for us. And I think it can be unhealthy. And this is why you know, practicing silence is, is a discipline. It's something that like you just kind of alluded to used to be normal, but now has to be intentional. Like mm-hmm. it's something we have to try to do. And because, because noise is virtually unavoidable. Like even if you're someone who likes silence, you go to the doctor's office, you're going to hear, you know, HGTV on the TV, or you get in the car, the radio is probably default going to turn on because your kids are listening or something like that. It's just, it's, it's our default mode to have sound on in some form or fashion at all times. Right. Okay. And but what's interesting is we just have to be intentional. Yeah. yeah. So Chris, sorry, the two of you, you know, you're both saying when you want to draw closer to God, you do find silence, mm-hmm. right? So God is in, in the silence, just waiting to be found for you. It's just a matter of you, you know, turning off the vibe. When I go to uh, my therapist, she does something that's really interesting. I had, I have not, uh, experienced with other therapists, uh, we start the uh, session by her saying, okay, she says, okay, so should we listen for a bit? And mm. then we sit there in silence for five minutes. But I, I think that's, I, I started to think about that. Should we listen for a bit? Mm. You settle. Yeah, you just kind of listen. See what. Yeah. And then how do you break the silence? Who does it? Either one of us. It can be either one. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's a cool practice. I think that's really helpful. And I think like I would... You know, in a situation like that, I would need somebody to teach me to listen. You know, I consider yeah. myself a relatively okay listener, but but like in the silence, you know, it's like, how do I know that what I'm discerning, what am I listening for? And how do I know it's not just myself filling my own brain space? How do I, you know, I think, I think that, that again, this just goes back to kind of the refrain I've said multiple times here, that it's a discipline, that it's something that we have to grow in, especially because it's not natural. And, um, and yeah, I think to your point, John, like the, the, the hearing hearing God in the silence. Um, so I feel like noise is sort of a symptom of idolatry sometimes in a way mm-hmm. that like we, we can be so surrounded by things that we seemingly care more about than our relationship with the Lord or growing to yeah. be more like Jesus. And, and so I think, yeah, in the silence, we can find the Lord. And, and if we can learn how to listen, perhaps hear from him more clearly. Yeah, and it's true. And all, and all the other stuff is just a buffer away from that, right? It just, it's a, it's a separates us. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
That's Chris Martin. Chris is content marketing editor at Moody Publishing. Check out his book, Terms of Service, The Real Cost of Social Media, and he writes regularly in his Substack newsletter of the same name. Um, I'm going to um, change tack in our last two minutes, Chris, because I'm going to ask you something we're going to talk about next. Uh, news comes today that eight in 10 delivery workers uh, admit to eating customers' food on the way to... De- your, your Grubhub. <laughs> yeah, your or your DoorDash or whatever that is. Um, Chris, A, does this disturb you? And please say yes. And B, are you a person who uses DoorDash? And will this change your approach from now on? Wait, are you saying that, that that's like not normal? Should I not be doing that when I run a DoorDash? Stop oh, it. Right. Are now. you doing <laughs> that? Get out of here. No, 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 no. Uh, yes, that disturbs me. Yes. And uh, uh, two or B, however you were describing mm-hmm. it, uh, I, I am not a DoorDash slash Grubhub slash whatever user. Now, however, when we had our daughter uh, in April of 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic, people were very gracious. And because of the pandemic, we're not dropping off casseroles or hot dishes and all that kind of stuff. They were uh, giving us gift cards to places or yes. commonly having food sent to us or, mm. or giving us gift cards for such services. Now, Fabulous. I am grateful for their generosity. It's wonderful. Uh, however, I will never do that to anybody because <laughs> probably 80% of the time, eight out of 10 times, our food had not been tampered with. However, it was dramatically incorrect. Uh, and it was more <laughs> really, it, it was more annoying than helpful. A vast majority, <laughs> like every time we joke, you're like, all right, what's going to be wrong this time? We're going to get completely different food. Are we going to be missing an item? We're going to have three of one item. Mm. Like it. It was genuinely really? a Russian roulette. Yeah. And so that was I, like I across the board at different establishments. Yeah, yeah, we had different establishments, different restaurants, and different delivery services. It was always like Russian roulette. Never knew it was. Oh, that's so I try to stay away. I do try to stay. And away. so it's not like you can say, "Take this back." Right? Yeah. Right. You're not going You're back well, to the especially, kitchen, especially because the driver's already been sampled. Yeah. Exactly. So. Right. Right. Very interesting. I, I'm not a big grub hubber. Like I'm glad I've to hear Chris say that. I've only done DoorDash one time, but Christy's certified pro. Yeah. I am a certified pro. I do it all the time. Really, mm-hmm. my yeah. kids will do DoorDash from Taco Bell. See now, what are you kidding no, me? No, no. What's the what point? Do you, you don't. You don't want to pay 18 bucks for a four dollar burrito. Exactly. Right. I would. They break both their legs. Like what's happening? I don't know. It's just kids. Anyway. Good night, Chris. Always interesting. Thanks so much for being with us today. Sure. Thanks, guys. Bye, Chris. Yeah. Chris Martin, uh, look, the Terms of Service is his book, The Real Cost of Social Media. Find him online as well. Very interesting. Um, he writes regularly. Chris Martin, be right back. Oh, what's next? Oh, we're talking about this. We're talking about this again. Maybe. Maybe something will come. That would be nice. I'm extra pickles. Hungry. Me too. I haven't eaten. Peckish. Oh, my papa, to me you are so wonderful. Oh, my papa, to me you are so good. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. I'm a little biased, but I think we five minor kids got the best dad around. Let's celebrate those special men in our lives with a Springhouse Father's Day steak fry and chicken barbecue. My brother Sam and his boys will crank up the barbecue pit outside and grill the chicken quarters and the New York strip steaks with our special Father's Day marinade. Come hungry for all the fixins to go with your steak or chicken hot off the pit. Top off the meal with a brownie or blondie, something to suit every dad's taste, or any of our other sweet creations. Of course, every dad is treated to a Springhouse ice cream cone, and we'll have live music all day, too. Visit the calves out in the play area and plan to have a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339, or springhousemarket.com. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. 
Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Termites cause an estimated $5 billion in damage each year. Termites are active 24-7. Your protection should be too. Choose pest-free with Ehrlich Pest Control and visit jcehrlich.com to save $100 on your first termite service. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. We are Everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Tonight, expect a thunderstorm in the evening, otherwise cloudy skies. We'll see a nighttime low of 64. Cloudy skies tomorrow with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Tomorrow will reach a high of 69. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies and cooler with a low of 48. Friday will be pleasant with sunshine and patchy clouds. Expect a high Friday of 71. Mostly sunny Saturday with a high of 72. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Changing the weather coming our way. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, which is good for those of us who don't have air conditioning. Mm -hmm. It's been super hot. Severe thunderstorm watch this evening, yeah, which means, knew. okay, so that's the change in the weather, right? Right, exactly. So tomorrow's high is like 68, 69? Yeah. That's cool. So tonight might be the night to order from DoorDash. Why? Ex- well, because because there's going to be a big storm or whatever. You don't want to go out, but... Your burger arrives wet. Exactly. Someone's going to be snacking before they get to your door. <sighs> Christy. Really? Does this surprise Has you? Has this happened to This you? news that I've brought today, uh, study finds... Uh, Eight in ten delivery workers admit to eating customers' food on the way. How do you feel about it? Um, I'm not surprised by it. I've I've had my share of food missing. Really? Have, have you? you? Yes. Like what? Um, Fries? No, usually like um, guac or queso. What? What? So what? So they're just knocking it back in the route. It's well, I don't know. We usually because. I order for everybody in the house. We get mm-hmm. multiples. Oh, so, okay. I see. So, so, so there's like three you order, two are there. Yeah. That's and why. So fun fact, though, you can go in and say that you're missing an item in DoorDash and probably Uber Eats and whatever else and say you're missing an item and get refunded that item. Oh, okay. So it's not that big of a not loss. Not a total loss. Yeah. But, it, but if that's like, you know, your chicken thing you're waiting for and it's not there, it's a loss. That's kind of sad. Yeah, that is sad. So bad. Hmm. All right. Okay, so um, I feel a little bit violated. But you don't order from them. Well, but I have. I did that one time. 
And now I'm looking back on it yeah. and thinking, well, what? No, no big deal. Who cares? What do you mean? I mean, you're you the know. one who never orders from it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to order anything. Okay. They're not coming up the hill anyway. Okay, let me tell you something else tell that me. I ran into today while we're talking about food. Yep. This was in the in today's Washington Post. Um, an article about how you're storing food wrong in your refrigerator. Oh my God. Again? Like, no, between fruits and vegetables. You know how some- The bin? F- yes. Like, you know how some fruits, as they're ripening, give off a gas. I think they give off ethylene. And then other ones uptake it. And so you shouldn't store them next to each other because then they'll both go bad <laughs> faster. I see. You're right. They're like. So what, what's the combination? Anyway, well, fruits and vegetables don't play well together. So don't store them together in really? a refrigerator drawer or next to each other on the counter or in the pantry. Huh. Because many fruits are producing ethylene, like I said, which acts as a ripening hormone and can speed spoilage. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to do that. My fruits and vegetables are right the heck next to each other in the fridge. Okay, so now you have to go home and separate them. Yeah. Right? You're also supposed to poke holes in the plastic bags you store your vegetables in. Jeez, okay? Because out. airtight plastic bag is the worst thing you can do for your vegetables. So if you get broccoli of course, right, yeah. and you're not uh, going to eat uh, it, don't put it in the refrigerator with the bag on it. Okay. Do you well, do that? No, I don't think I do. Okay. No. I like how you're not sure. No, I have to think about it. I mean, so, sometimes, you know, um, no, I, I don't think I do. Also, do you wash your vegetables or fruit before you eat no. it? Before, yeah, yeah, of course. But not when you get it home from the grocery store. No, as I'm cooking it. That's what they said is the right. best thing to do. Mm-hmm. When it comes to um, particular foods that people tend to store incorrectly, yeah. can I just give you a couple highlights? Yeah. Garlic, which you're supposed to store at room temperature in an open container. It sits in our cupboard up there with the spices. Okay. Heads of garlic. Oh, do you use the garlic in a jar? No. More like that. The garlic clove. Okay. You know, just because. Um, onion. Onion sits uh, yeah. underneath a little. Thing onions. There. This is this is what the Washington Post says. Find some clean pantyhose and add onions to each leg and tie knots between each one. Like I'm doing that. Okay, if it doesn't appeal to you, it does say that. If you're like John Holland, that doesn't appeal to you. You can store onions like garlic at room temperature on a countertop, but hey, keep uh, them away from potatoes. Hey, hey, what's, what's the pantyhose doing never, in the kitchen? Never put them in the refrigerator. What the heck? Okay, don't put them. Um, potatoes. Cool, dark place. Don't refrigerate them. Yeah. Asparagus, you love asparagus, don't I you? I do, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's very um, complex. Trim a half inch off the end of the stock and stand them up in a small amount of water in the refrigerator. Asparagus. That's why you come to me, John. Thank because you. Because I give you these practical daily tips. Yep. Okay, just don't put your stuff in a plastic bag. If you do, put holes in them. 101.5 WORD. There are three ways of dealing with the Bible, especially when you come to a passage that you don't quite agree with or understand. The first tactic is to pick and choose what you want to believe. The second is to remain ignorant of what the Bible has to say at all. The third is to dig into the Word and try to understand all of it, whether or not you like what it has to say. Well, if you fall into that last category or would like to, please join us this week on Through the Bible Radio. This evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. 
around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Drop your phones, grab your friends, and celebrate summer at Seneca Hills. For 86 years, Seneca Hills Bible Camp and Retreat Center is where families and churches have come to disconnect from daily distractions, to build friendships, grow in faith, and have tons of fun amid 250 acres of God's stunning creation. See all that Seneca Hills has to offer at SenecaHills.org. Camp sessions begin June 19th. Reserve now at SenecaHills.org. How often, Kath, how often do you uh, delve into the book of Revelation? I think I do it regularly because I really love certain passages of it, but there I come back to the same ones. So mm-hmm. if you asked me how well I know the book, not very. It's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it can be very And it's difficult. been manhandled. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. By people who... It's an industry, right? Is it not? It's yeah. a billion. Dollars. It feels that way. I mean, especially from our perspective, all the books we get on mm-hmm. it. Doctor Roger Olson is back with us. Doctor Olson's been a regular guest on our show from Baylor University, where he was the emeritus professor of Christian theology, the author of more than twenty books, including the story of Christian theology and the journey of modern theology. We read Roger regularly at the Pathios website, where he has written uh, this recently about the Book of Revelation. And Roger, welcome back. Uh, hi, thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you. So, good Roger, you, I mean. <laughs> uh, the book of Revelation, like Kathy said, difficult reading, is it not? Oh, yeah, it's more than difficult. <laughs> it's it's mind-bending. <laughs> is it a book that you, I mean, I, we've known you for a long time, Roger. I don't think you're gonna, it's going to blow your mind if I ask you if it's a book you like or not. I mean, I think that we all appreciate the scriptures, but there are certain books that we gravitate toward, that we have a special affection for. Is Revelation one of those books for you? Well, um, yes, because it's in God's Word, so it is God's Word. Um, my complaint is not the book of Revelation. My complaint is what people do with it. How so? And uh, so many people read into it meanings that uh, aren't really there, in my opinion. And 
the way I put it on my blog post was that there must have been a code book that the first readers had. And I mean that not literally as a book, but they, they had, they, they knew what these symbols meant. And we just don't. Hmm. And it's one of the first things I'm going to ask. It's on my list of things when I get to heaven to ask <laughs> Jesus, uh, you know, what, what does this mean in the book of Revelation? Because there are a hundred different interpretations of it on earth among your people, and we can't quite come to any agreement about it. So could you, could you please, just for my satisfaction, explain me? But I think there are parts of the book of Revelation, especially the first four chapters, the letters to the churches, and the last two chapters, which are clearly about the future of us, our future. <laughs> but the middle part contains an awful lot of symbolism and imagery that just is impossible for us to know exactly what it means. Right. So, Roger, do you think that imagery, the symbolism, was that a cultural thing, or was that somehow that early church fathers themselves knew the language of outside of the culture? Yeah, it was a religious thing. So it's part of what's called apocalyptic literature, or an Mm -hmm. example of apocalyptic literature, of which there are whole books of apocalyptic literature outside the Bible, such as Fourth Esdras and others, uh, Enoch, the Book of Enoch, and so forth. And so, you know, reading those can help but they don't actually unpack the symbolism of the book of Revelation. But it does seem that in that time, toward the end of the first century, uh, most Jewish readers and some Gentile readers would have understood these symbols, but we don't have the code to understand them. Hmm. So uh, who do you trust, I guess is the question. Um, I remember being in ninth grade, maybe eighth grade, um, and watching, having to watch the late great planet Earth at youth group, and mm-hmm. being, tra- being tra- completely traumatized by it. Um, and so I don't feel like that's the way to go. Um, as far as we should, probably shouldn't force feed that to uh, to young adolescents. Um, but who people have? You know, you've got your pre mill, you've got your post mill, you've got your ah mill. <laughs> um, I, you know, I had a I had a friend who said that his eschatology was yes. Uh, like mm-hmm. it's, it's going to happen. That's all he knows. So um, who do you read? Who do you recommend we read? So first of all, there may have been a movie called The Late Great Planet Earth, but I wonder if the one you're referring to was called A Thief in the Night. Uh, yep, you're right. Late Great Planet Earth was the book. Yeah, Thief in the right. Night was one of the first film, yep. Christian films that that claimed to, to show, uh, you know, the rapture yep. and so forth. And I was at the world premiere of that Whoa, movie, believe really? it or not. What was that like? It was like? in Des Moines, Iowa. Really? And I knew some people who were involved in making it, and I knew some of the actors in it. So I was at the world premiere of it. And, um, you know, I've, I've watched it again more recently on YouTube and just kind of shake my head and go, wow, that's scary stuff. <laughs> you know? um, who do you trust? So I'm a church historian, historical theologian, and I go back to Irenaeus which most Christians have never heard of Irenaeus, but he was a late 2nd century Christian church father, a bishop of Christians in, in what was called Gaul then, in the city of Lyon, that's in France. And he wrote five books against heresies. And I think it's the fifth book, I need to recheck this, but I think it's in the fifth book that he unpacks some of uh, the biblical re- uh, apocalyptic literature, including Revelation, and tells us what it's about. But he doesn't go into all the details of what this symbol is and means and what that symbol means. But I think that, you know, going back to the source, because his 
his youth pastor was Polycarp, and Polycarp's youth pastor was John, the beloved. <laughs> you know, and so there's a line of succession there, and I take anything Irenaeus said very seriously because he's just two generations removed from the author of the yes. book of Revelation. Yeah. And Roger, how accessible is Irenaeus for us? Online. You can just go online and type it into Google, Irenaeus, Five Books Against Heresies, and there it is. Really? And is it readable for us? Um, it's a challenge, you know. It's just, yes, it's readable, but it's an English translation from Latin. Mm-hmm. And Latin is a translation from Greek, so, you know, it gets complicated. Uh, but, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely readable, but again, you know, second century, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a struggle for us. Interesting. Roger, what are warning signs for us? So people are listening to the show and they think, okay, so maybe I don't know if I can get into Irenaeus or not. Or, But yeah. what what should they, if they're listening to somebody talk about Revelation, a book they're reading about Revelation, what would be a red flag that you'd say, you know what, this probably isn't the way you should go? Sure. That's, that's an easy one for me to say, and that is uh, when anyone claims in writing or in, in a sermon or speaking that they know what all these symbols mean, uh, I immediately put a question mark over it, because I there are just so many interpretations by equally competent Bible scholars, and it, just no one can say, I know what these symbols mean. They can say, now here's how I interpret it. Does this make sense to you, too? That I can respect. But so many of the books, you know, that we read about Revelation say, well, here's here's what this symbol means, and it's it's doubtful, you know, it's questionable. Mm-hmm. Like Roger. they'll say, oh, the locusts are helicopters. There's a good one for you. Oh, all oh, right, I see. Of course, yeah, that makes uh, Roger, we know your time is short. Uh, people can find you, of course. We said uh, on the Pathios website. What what are you working for now? What are you working on? You're, you're retired essentially, but I, I would yeah. have a hard time finding you just sort of retiring. No, you said I'm, my title is emeritus. That just means old professor. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do have a book coming out June 7th from Zondervan, and I'm looking at a pile of them that this publisher just sent me, called Against Liberal Theology. Oh, very good. And the subtitle is Putting the Brakes on Progressive Christianity. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds so, interesting, Roger. That one's done, and I'm working on a book called Unsafe Sects, S-E-C-T-S, uh-huh. oh, okay. a, guide, a Guide to Understanding Cults. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Wow, that sounds good. Obviously, you're not sitting around the house watching Netflix. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Roger, always welcome, always an interesting guest. Come back and join us soon, and we'll talk about your Hello. latest release. Well, thank you. Very nice. Our great pleasure. Roger Olson, he is Professor Emeritus old professor, and a regular guest over the years on our show. We'll take a quick break, come back. Are we giving away pirate tickets now? We can do this. Faith Night, June 4th, free pirate tickets next. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. 
Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 690 4040. That's 1 800 690 4040. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7-365, find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. As you know... Our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede. These are MyPillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code WORD. Now the offer is not going to last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm Shirleysburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys. Dante Bow, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. Faith Night, June 4th. Mm-hmm. This this weekend, Saturday night. Saturday. Well, Saturday four, afternoon. Yeah, 4 o'clock. 4, four mm-hmm. o'clock. <laughs> 4.05. Right, right. Let's get the exact moment. 4.05, first, first pitch. Listen, uh, we have loved Faith Night for many, many years. And, of course, COVID messed that up. But now it's back. The good news is it's an, a really cool time for a game. You know, uh, the evening will be well, – something supposed to be warm on Saturday, is it? So, well, it it'll be pleasant. Yeah, it, it won't be anything like it's been the last two days. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a nice it'll night for temperate. a ball game. Yes. And the Bucks are playing some pretty good baseball. And if you've not yet been down to PNC Park, I can fully understand why that is. But this would be a great time to do it because – once the game is over, then the guys come off the, they go off the field, they change their clothes, come back on. You go, look at that. That's like a regular guy wearing a, you know, a polo shirt and a pair of khakis. He looks kind of like people that I know. And then these guys, these professional athletes start talking about how Jesus is in their lives. It's a really wonderful event. It really, really, it really is. Plus music by Chris Jameson, who we love from The Voice. Sure. He's on our show last week. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to get to know him a little better. 
And he's psyched about Faith Night. Yep. And a lot of the players and the coaches will be on the field. Talk- so it's essentially a worship event or a, a, it's like a massive testimony event. Coach Donnie Kelly will be there. Uh, also Coach Tarek Brock, Brian Reynolds, David Bednar, Chris Stratton, Chase DeYoung, uh, Jack Sawinski, Michael Chavis, Will Krozak, Thompson, Anthony Banda, Tyler Bede. Bede. Do you know these guys? I don't know. T- uh, I probably know half of them. Okay. But Tyler Beatty is not one of them, so I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Let's go, Beatty. All right? Let's go. We got tickets, though. We got a family four-pack. If you don't win these tickets, we'd encourage you to be down there. Because every year it builds, there's like thousands of people going to hear about Jesus. So that's super cool. Uh, family four-pack right now. How about caller number? 16. 16. All right, fine. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Go down and be with uh, you know the community, right? Brothers and sisters in Christ, and then checking out the Bucks as well. Love to see you there. Faith Night and the Pirates, 800-320-8255. The caveat is that you've not won anything in the, from Word FM in the last 30 days, all right? This day in history, John, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you what year this is. Uh, CNN went on the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what do you think? you have any ballpark CNN on that? Ballpark. Uh, I will say this. When you think of CNN, what, what's the first thing you think of? Does it, Does anything come to your head? No, nothing. Uh, do I trust it? Well, yeah, okay. That's what it's hard to, to get out of the current that's, context well, of that's, CNN. That, that's, but classic CNN, I think, about the first... Uh, first Gulf War. Yeah, the first Gulf War. Because that's when they became really famous right. because they were Wolf it was like Blitzer the first and his right wall to wall coverage mm-hmm. right yeah Wolf Blitzer he was he, he became he was, a star he, he did become a star he really did and yeah. you're watching you know there, there's nightfall and the missiles falling and you think yep. are those tanks I know that's really that's really happening live on the radio television okay so uh, yeah I'll tell so CNN though was kind of a thing but then it became something else exactly. So it was on the air for a considerable length of time before it became right. the thing that it is right. now, which yeah. has become you know okay. I would say uh, CNN uh, nineteen eighty exactly. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yes, this day in history, nineteen eighty, CNN went on the air. Excellent. Also, um, it is a celebrity birthday. Mm, okay. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's up there. Uh, How old would Mister Freeman be turning today? Do you think? Let me say, 80, 83. 85. Okay, not bad. Also impressive. I am. I guess I'm shocked that he's that old. Oh, he's had, he's had a heck of a career. He's a tremendous career. Fabulous. Really, really. Just Favorite I mean, roles, Morgan Freeman? Anything come to mind? Uh, what's the prison film? Um, oh, Shawshank. Shawshank, Are you kidding? Yeah. Of course. Shawshank. You know what else comes to mind? Hmm. Is I, I know it's a much smaller role, yeah. but I loved him playing God in Evan Almighty. Oh, yeah, that's a great film. I yeah. loved I loved him in yeah. that. And Morgan's Freeman, one of those guys. If you look at his IMDb page. Oh, my gosh. It goes on oh my gosh. and on. Yeah, I mean, really. just But Shawshank, I mean, any that's one of those films. Anytime it's on, I'm going to watch it. Sure, of right course. There. Oh, I'm walking through. Hey, wow, there's Shawshank's on there. Cool. Um, it's also World Milk Day. Okay. I got nothing. Do you are you a milk drinker? You know, all my life I've been a milk drinker, but up until the last maybe two years, I've stopped, hmm. and I don't know what that is. Yeah, but I just you know, like my kids will still drink milk. My wife drinks milk, but you know, dinner time, you want a glass of milk? 
Eh, not really. I can't stand to drink milk with dinner. Oh, no. I, it was lunch. a common thing. Sure, of Growing course up, it was. we always did that. I, but I hate it. Really? I hated it even as a kid. Why? I... Really? It's it's too it's I don't like no, I just don't no. like it with food unless really? it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich which mm-hmm. is delicious. Mm-hmm. Or if you of course add what everyone should add which is rich chocolate oats. Do not do good. that. No. That's when it gets truly Are great. you a whole milk 2% skim? Skim. Oh please. Drink some water. Skim. Well, skim milk Bring is the on. worst. Skim. That's not really milk. Come on. It's not milk. You don't need the extra fat though. It's good. 2%. It's, you get the Give me the 2%. Two percent is way better. I will give you that. Way, times. way, way. I don't I think I'd like whole milk though. I haven't tasted that in years. Got some ice cream, right? Oh, I had ice cream the other night. Yeah, good for you. My daughter brought it over. Living Chunk- large. Ben and Jerry's chunky monkey, bananas, dark chocolate, walnuts. Fabulous. Bring it. One hundred one point five WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Uvalde, Texas police chief says he is cooperating with the investigation into last week's deadly school shooting. Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Police Chief Pete Arredondo tells CNN he's talking daily with investigators. That contradicts claims from state law enforcement that he has stopped cooperating. The chief communications officer with the Texas Department of Public Safety said Tuesday Arredondo had not responded to DPS requests for two days. State officials have said that 19 police officers waited outside the classroom where Salvador Ramos had opened fire despite repeated pleas from children calling 911 for help. I'm Mike Hempen. And on Wall Street, stocks have been in the red but are recovering somewhat. The Dow now down only 75 points. The Nasdaq 13 in the negative territory. This is SRN News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and of course windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... 
Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Where are your family's old film reels, videotapes, and photos? Are they sitting in dusty shoeboxes and neglected bins at risk of completely fading away? Digitizing your aging media with Legacy Box is the safe and easy way to preserve and pass down your family's legacy. Simply send your Legacy Box kit filled with old home movies and pictures. Legacy Box does the rest, converting your moments to DVD or digital. Legacy Box has been trusted by over 1 million families and has over 10,000 five-star reviews. Be your family's hero. Unlock the memories trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, and 8mm reels. Experience the joy and excitement of rewatching your wedding day, baby's first steps, and Christmas mornings. Feel relief knowing all those cherished moments are safe from fires and water damage. The Legacy Box Father's Day event is happening now. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 50%. Legacy Box is great for your family or as a gift for dad. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Tonight, expect a thunderstorm in the evening, otherwise cloudy skies. We'll see a nighttime low of 64. Cloudy skies tomorrow with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Tomorrow will reach a high of 69. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies and cooler with a low of 48. Friday will be pleasant with sunshine and patchy clouds. Expect a high Friday of 71. Mostly sunny Saturday with a high of 72. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Greetings. Good afternoon to you. Well, the gate has been lifted, Kath, and that's really good news for all of us. I mean, we've suffered through a very long drought here, so we can all rejoice, can we not? What gate? The gate, Kath, the gate of music that is upon us. Oh, yes. Very nice. <gasps> oh! I didn't know we were doing this! Oh, well, I just want to let you revel. This is one of the greatest songs in history. In a little music, because it's been a long time. You know, this is the greatest band that's ever lived. Mm. Did you know that? How can you be in a bad mood when this song is around? Can't be. Okay, so here's the deal. For a couple of years, management said, you guys, well, it's you can't just, play this. It's just for every radio station, it's a continuous right. problem. And so you got to, you know, you have to think, okay, yeah, right. I mean, copyright issues, streaming, some weird video, money thing, all that sort of thing. So we kind of had to just, you know, shut it down. Now the good news is the floodgates are open. <laughs> we can play some music Flood on the show. Floodgates are open. And we Fair started with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, what the heck, right? So, uh, we're oh, back with some music, thr- and you know, thrilling. Finally, that finally. is absolutely thrilling. Good news. 
Jeez, that's the Thank gate you. you were talking about. Thank you, Jeez. management, for all that. Hey, also, let me tell you this before we move on, because I know we have something interesting to talk about here. Yeah. Um, we talked at the beginning of the 4 o'clock hour in the top four at 4, uh, Queen Elizabeth's uh, Royal Jubilee yes. to end all jubilees. Mm-hmm. I said it starts today. First, I was wrong. It starts tomorrow. Okay. Okay, four but, days of, like, crazy town partying in the UK. Well, today's probably tomorrow in England. Do you think? Well, it's pretty close close yeah. to that ballpark. Kind of. Um in uh, the uh, Wall Street or the CBS uh, piece on it today, it mentioned that in Pennsylvania, our fair Commonwealth, the Historical Society of Mount Lebanon is marking the Trooping of the Color as the event what? is known. David Frankowski, a retired teacher, rated his collection of toy soldiers, John, to find 500 pieces to recreate the pageantry in miniature. Wow. Visitors can take a photo in front of the cutout of the queen and a table of soldiers. Not all details will be accurate, he said. He does have a model of the queen on horseback saluting the troops man david do it huh? so mentioned in uh, national news nice. today i wanted to make sure i brought that up i, I think you should travel to mount lebanon and uh, have yourself uh, That'd be nice, a little photo wouldn't it? you have a photo of yourself and the pope together i do which you know mm-hmm. looks fairly authentic as a matter of fact it looks fact. very authentic right? was that at mike feinberg's uh no that was at uh, pen mac okay <laughs> and it was somewhere in the strip mm-hmm. it looks shockingly real it really does yeah mm-hmm. like you guys are hanging out and going sure. hey fuck. yeah yeah all right, now listen to this. Um, uh, yesterday, Hugh Ross was with, was with us. Oh, was he? Yeah, and we talked about the uh, James Webb Telescope, which yeah. is this just, uh, unbelievable science I achievement. I can't believe that that's a thing that humanity's produced. It worked. I mean, I can't believe it. So, anyway, so the James Webb Telescope, soon the images will come our way. Now, uh, one of the first images that might come our way is um, – something called a super-Earth, which is 50 light-years away. And uh, it should be coming in the next couple of weeks via the James Webb Telescope, these images. NASA is bracing, apparently, to see the stuff of nightmares because the planet that they're focusing on for the first time is something called 55 Canceri. And this planet orbits so close to a sun-like star that the surface conditions on this planet, 55 Canceri, literally will be like the hell of a biblical description, a dimension that is in a constant state of fiery burning on the surface of this planet. Data shows that this planet, which is a one and a half million miles from its star, which is 125th the distance super hot Mercury from our sun, so it's even closer than Mercury is to our sun, okay. Temperatures far above the melting point of a typical rock-forming material, the day side of the planet is thought to be covered in layers of ocean lava. The night side, the dark side, is constantly frozen. And because it's so close and the gravitational pull is so tight, the planet does not rotate. So one side, oceans of lava. The other side, frozen rock. Isn't that wild? And they're going to send us this new James Webb telescope, going to show okay, us images how, okay, of it. Okay, but so it's not going to be very close to it, right? The the telescope. Oh, no. Okay. Far, far away. Right. But it's still, I mean, the telescope is way the heck out there. It took months to reach its apogee point. And now, with these new mirrors, it's going to go millions and millions and millions of miles into the past. And all these images are going to start to happen. I mean, NASA's been fine-tuning this for the past couple of months. It it launched on Christmas Day. And everything, every improbable scientific element of this mission worked in perfection. 
with synchronicity. Okay, I have two thoughts. Hmm. The first thought is, you and I both watched the 60 Minutes piece that they did, an outstanding piece on this. Fabulous. It was they did such a good job. The minds behind this. And one of the things that was really interesting, both of us picked up on it, we talked about it at the time, is how many women were involved in the mm-hmm. production of the James Webb Telescope. And just thinking about societies on Earth that are closed to women or areas that are closed to women yeah. and how much those areas, societies, geographies, businesses, whatever, are missing out yeah. on that brain power. Yeah, all you know, that STEM which, work, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. So that's the first thing. The second thing is when I try to even get the faintest grasp on the enormity of what that telescope you is can't. doing – I can't. I can't either. And then you think about the enormity of the known universe beyond where the telescope is Mm -hmm. and will go. Is it preposterous that we think that we're so sure about everything? (laughs) No. When When we send things up like this, this telescope, these probes, they peel back our certainty. At least they should. They should. Right? The the cool thing about it is, you know, this telescope is the minds that could have envisioned, imagined the idea of the telescope in the first place, and then imagined the mechanics behind it. Designing it. The construction, and then the launching. The production of it. At the particular place and time where it stays way far out there. Where it's mil- supposed to be at the exact moment that the bodies are it's there's so much knowledge and math not yeah. to mention engineering that went into it it blows my mind me too and then you look at the vastness of space and you think that we're spouting off on twitter about stuff that we're like so people are so sure we're so certain i got this i mean come on i know look at the universe yeah we should just no because you know, be humbled at all times. You would imagine the, immor- the enormity of where we about this globe that we're floating on. Yeah. I mean, like Hugh, Hugh was with us yesterday. Astrophysicist, you know, radio astronomers. Hugh's a, a man who's deeply humble. Oh yeah, he loves God, and he yeah. sees. <laughs> he he, he sees probably the, has a better idea than the he, average person of does. the enormity of where the, we are. Where we are, what we're talking about. I mean, anytime you, you see the pale blue dot from far, yep, far out, yep. and, and you know, you see, we are here. They have like the little, little arrow that points to this little pinprick. Right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> is this, it's preposterous. It is. I mean, okay. all the, of humanity. Psalms, the heavens declare the glory of God. Yes. Right? It, it's not that the heavens suggest it Mm-mm. or the heavens kind of make an allusion to it or make you think about it. As a, de- as a declaration. Yep. Because what else could you possibly think? And the great foldback is, with all that science, technology, imagination, math, minds, it folds back into the truth of the scriptures. Yep. That's yeah. what I love so Which much. is crazy. Yeah. It really is crazy. crazy. All right. We need to take a break. When we come back. Dean Weaver. Dean Weaver. Um, Dean, Dean Weaver, Weaver. Like he's never heard that before. Probably not. <laughs> but he's next. What's he got? A mixed bag of potpourri. It's the ride home. 
101.5 WORD. Win an all-expense-paid trip for you and your family to attend Focus on the Family's Sea Life 2022 event in Colorado Springs, including round-trip airfare, three-night stay at Great Wolf Lodge, travel expenses, and event admission. Hear from Focus on the Family President Jim Daly, music from Phil Wickham, and a host of inspiring speakers. Don't miss your chance to see this pro-life moment. Enter the Focus on the Family Sea Life Getaway today. Click the Contests tab at wordfm.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. If you belong to a club, I think it's fair to presuppose that the effort of joining that club and then showing up for whatever the activities or events were, that you were in line with the mission statement of the club. Mm. You think? Club, organization, team. Church. Whatever that is. School. Mm -hmm. So if you went to a Christian college, wherever you are in your walk, in some ways you would have to presuppose that the majority, the large majority of people around you were Christians and had some form of a relationship with Jesus. Now, having that said and done, I would think that it would give you a freeing aspect in your life. Is that fair to say? You would feel secure in that, you mean? Yes. Well, I think that's probably true, but I also think that as much as you're looking for that in other people, you would have to be bringing that yourself to the table. Your faith. Your faith. Your relationship. Your relationship. Your boldness. And your willingness to share it with somebody else. Be in communion, have, look for a significant relationship. I believe that happens daily at Grove City College. Look online at gcc.edu, Grove City College, Christ-centered. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something. Something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are. But I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road. But I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Dean Weaver's with us. Dean's been a regular guest of our show as well. He is the uh, stated clerk of the Evangelical Presbyterian Church, co-founder, former president of EduNations. Dean, friend, how you doing? I am well, my brother. How are you doing? I can't complain, really. I, you know, I have I mean, my ups could, and downs. You could, but you won't. No. That's the way I like it. Right, yeah. Dean, I'm going to circle around to a couple things we've already talked about on today's show because they're both topics of interest to John and I. Um, and I bet that they're going to be... Uh, places that you can speak into as well. Um, What about silence in your life? Um, Are you the kind of person that kind of resists it? Are you the kind of So I tend to resist silence. Uh, John welcomes it. So whose side do you come down on? Um, I think that I'm John, but I'm actually you, Kathy. (laughs) Um, 
I, I, in my head, I think, oh, well, I'm an introvert, so I welcome silence. Uh, and yet I find at times as I, I'm traveling a lot right now and, you know, I'll, I'll go into a hotel room and the first thing I do is I put on the television set mm. and I, I put it on like just to have background mm-hmm. uh, sounds. Frequently, I'll, I'll scroll through and find like the office because it's always on and I'll just leave it on in the background while I'm going about, you know, setting up my laptop and unpacking my clothes and, you know, doing whatever I'm doing. Uh, and I, I kind of have reflected on that and thought, why is it that the first thing I do when I walk into a hotel room is turn the TV on, or if I'm in the car, I turn the radio on. I, I, I like to think that, um, as an introvert, I would welcome silence, but it turns out I'm, I, I apparently am, am uncomfortable with that. And I, find that to be a bit of a kind of a paradox uh, with my introvertedness. Mm. Uh, and I also know that, that, you know, silence is that, that sacred space where God speaks. And so having so much on in the background uh, clouds out the opportunity for the Lord to do that. And I, I lament that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a confessed uh, non-silence, wish I was a more silenced person. So it's not unusual, Dean, right? I mean, I think that this is the era that we live in, that most people are like yourself that and Kath, that they tend to have stuff on as a means of comfort, I would think, company. I think so. And, you know, it, it, the silence can be a little unnerving, right? I mean, that can be the space where you're either kind of alone with your thoughts or where you know, perhaps the Lord might speak to you and, and, and redirect your path. And for whatever reason, I definitely um, will seek out that. Now, the funny thing is, like when I'm with my family, and I know this is going to be hard for you all to imagine this, but I am the least verbal person in my household. Wow, um, really? By a long shot. Um and so oftentimes when I'm sitting like around the kitchen table and my family is just going at it verbally, I, I will get up and I will walk into my study and sit down just mm-hmm. to have some, you know, time to separate from that. And that's sort of understood in our family. Um, but so there, there's a sense to which I, I want to get away from the noise and the clamor and um, get to a place where there's silence and solitude and yet, at the same time, I resist it. And it's just, you know, I, I don't know that it falls under Romans 7, but it does make me think of why do I not do the things that I know that I should do? And, and, and you know, I, I just struggle with that. I know that, that that would be healthy for me. There's even a part of my soul that deeply longs for that. And yet the, the real struggle for me is that I will put on stuff in the background just so I don't feel alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get that 100%. I mean, what's interesting is Kath was essentially an only child. Mm-hmm. Now, I grew up with seven brothers and sisters and a mother and father. So there were nine of us in a one-bathroom, four-bedroom house. There was <laughs> chaos in that house. I mean, the noise volume. Mm-hmm. They were Irish Catholic. There was a lot of conversation and just general noise. So as adults, all seven of us kids, we are all pretty much the same. That silence is something we deeply desire. <laughs> You're still making up right. for the deficit. We are. In earlier I mean, years. you know. So, nature versus nurture, in some ways. I I tend to think 
nature kicks nurture's backside every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tend to think we default to our family systems and default to what is kind of inside of us. And, and you know, growing up, I only had one brother, mom, and a dad, but again, all highly verbal. And it was kind of a, a, a verbal Darwinianism, like survival of the fittest, whoever could, mm-hmm. you know, out-talk the other or talk over the other or get, you know. And in my case, in my house, I have seven kids. So, and they're in their 20s and 30s, and they're all smart and thoughtful and articulate and animated and energized. (laughs) And I'm just, you know, so the introvert in me goes, oh my gosh, this is exhausting. I love my kids, but I'm exhausted by all of the verbal conversation. So I, I pull aside. But the funny thing is, like, if I pull aside and I go into my study, I'll pull out my phone and put on some music. <laughs> so I want this, the solitude, and yet I struggle with the silence. And there's the dichotomy. That's interesting. So I wonder, you know, I want the silence, but I struggle with the solitude. And when I th- hear that, because I think this is pretty common, Dean, I, I, in many ways I can be the same way. But I wonder about the church. When I say the church, I mean, you know, your worship service. What What is it like, the structure of American worship here in the 21st century? We don't have silence in our worship services. And I think all of us are agreeing here that within the silence, we find God easier. There should always be silence in a worship service. Don't well, you, think? you know, I come, out of a, I come out of a Presbyterian tradition, which is Scottish in heritage, and the Scots uh, oftentimes would come to worship for hours even ahead of the worship service to sit in silence. And it was that kind of be still and know that I am God uh, sort of thing. And, and I will tell you that, you know, most of us come into worship uh, from our welcome centers or from the, you know, the gathering areas where we're having coffee and conversation, and the coffee and the conversation carries into the sanctuary in, in more classic worship services, um, you'll have a prelude, that piece of music that's supposed to yes. sort of quiet us down uh, and get us ready to be attentive to what comes next so that we don't just kind of go from one busy, loud activity to another busy, loud activity without realizing that we're in the presence of a, of a holy God. So silence can play a huge role. And I remember a number of years ago, I preached a sermon uh, on silence, and I, I started the sermon with about three minutes of saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so unnerving. I mean, as you, as you look around the congregation, people are like, did he forget his lines? Did he, you know, like, what are we doing? Right. Like, you could feel the uncomfortableness. Um, and it, it's just something that if we want God to speak to us, um, and I think every person who is following the Savior would wish that we could more clearly hear the voice of God speaking to us, how could we ever hope to do? I mean, yes, he'll speak through, uh, of course, first and foremost through the scriptures, and yes, he'll speak through songs or or through the voices of other people, and we have to pay attention. But there's a clarity to the Lord uh, speaking His word to us when we sit still to know that He is God, and if and if we could help uh, do that in our worship services. I think people would be less consumer-oriented, less what am I getting out of it. They would be more focused on the object of our worship, who is the Lord himself, and we would listen better. All of those things would make us better worshipers. 
Reverend Dr. Dean Weaver's with us. He's a stated clerk of the Evangelical Presbyterian Church. And so, Dean, I want to ask you this question in light. This is this is a change in, in subject matter. But um, I was thinking about your role at the EPC and your concern about uh, local churches, but also, you know, denominational um, developments and denominational growth and that sort of thing. And so... Um, Let's talk about the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, news came and has been filtering out over the last you know, few months. Um, they've been st- striving to come to some agreement on how they should address sexual abuse um, or sexual assault claims within the church, not to mention their discussion of gender roles in the church. Um, and then uh, news broke that uh, it, similar to the Roman Catholic history, a lot more knowledge of sexual predators was had by those in leadership positions than was ever acknowledged to the average person. So when you read that, uh, when you think of that, give us your read. Oh, you know, Kathy, my response to that is almost two things simultaneously. One, a deep and profound sense of brokenness, just uh, just such pain and such uh, anguish over uh, what the church uh, in so many different settings is allowed to occur. And then there's also kind of an anger, uh, honestly, that, that comes up inside of me. We're the ones that are supposed to be um, protecting the vulnerable. We're the ones that are supposed to be standing uh, for um, uh, people's uh, well-being in the Imago Dei and not allowing people to become objectified or victimized. And so th- this flies in the face of everything we believe, everything that we stand for. And so you know, I vacillate when I hear when I when I first saw the report and I saw it on Twitter. I, I kind of shut everything off for a second and just had to kind of like deal. It, it's almost like uh, the, the the horrible tragedy in Texas or Buffalo, mm-hmm. where I just I, I absorbed it, I let it just ruin me, and then I have to step aside for a second and kind of regain myself because it's just it's too devastating to just kind of hear and see something like that. And then just kind of like go on with life again, you know, another soundbite, let's move on to the next thing. And then, of course, you know, as time wears on, as someone in a position like I'm in, I start thinking about my uh, my own denomination. And I think, well, what kind of safeguards do we have in place and how have we uh, been proactive in trying to ensure that something like that doesn't occur in one of our congregations? And, you know, uh, we're kind of an interesting, Presbyterians are an interesting thing, because on the one hand, in the Catholic Church that, that has had these, these scandals, um, you have a hierarchical form of government where the people at the very top are capable of hiding and concealing things from those whom they're governing. Um, and in the Baptist Church, you have a very congregational polity where each congregation kind of gets to police that which is right in their own eyes. The Presbyterian system is kind of a hybrid. Um, we're not high, we're not hierarchical and we're not congregational. And uh, a lot of the founders of the U.S. Uh, Constitution actually had Presbyterian background in their history. So the checks and balances that you find in our form of government between the executive, legislative, and judicial branches, you find those same checks and balances in the Presbyterian form of government. And so while there's no guarantee and any church is capable of doing something awful, um, I think our system at least has built into it these checks and balances that if we pay attention to them, ought to be available to protect people and provide for um, an accountable system 
where people in power are not able to abuse it. And that's really what you have. You have people using religious power uh, to their own advantage at the disadvantage of others and and in a way that that causes abuse. And that, again, um, we not only have to have good intentions in our heart to say, oh, that's awful, it shouldn't happen, but we have to build systems and structures into the way we do things to try to mitigate against that, guard against that, and protect against that to the best of our abilities. And our form of government, at least if we pay attention to it and are intentional about it, should help serve that end. That's good. I mean, Dean, I'm sure, you know, like Kath and I, you you think about this and you read through the volumes of this and thousands and thousands of people have been victimized and brutalized and just crushed in their lives, never to change, never to be the same again. I mean, it's good that this has happened. Finally, the bill has become due. And so hopefully from this moment forward, as you're saying, structures are in place across, hopefully, all these denominations, all these different people who have people who are of faith to ferret out the, the predators, the crazy people, and stop this madness. Well, one of the scriptures I've been clinging to, John, over the last two years has been a passage in Hebrews 12. And to paraphrase it, it would say something like this. Um, uh, everything that can be shaken <laughs> will, be. will be shaken, so that only that which cannot be shaken will remain, for we have received an unshakable kingdom. And I really feel like all of the world in this global pandemic has been shaken to its core, and that includes the Church. Um, the questions of racial inequity and injustice, um, the questions of, you know, the, 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 um, uh, the, the virus and the pandemic, the, all the issues that have been ravaging across our culture and our world, I think have shaken us to our core. And I think this, um, the, the abuse and the cover-up of abuse by different segments of the church is part of what I think God himself, who is a just God and a holy God, is shaking. Um, and, and, and I think the church is a big part of that. I think it's being shaken to its core, so that only that which is unshakable, which is the kingdom mm-hmm. built in the cornerstone of Jesus Christ, only that remains. And there is plenty of corruption in any human institution, including yes. the church, um, that needs to be shaken loose of the, the kind of sin that has corrupted it. And I, I honestly think um, this reckoning, as you referred to it, John, is 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 the Lord bringing justice. Mm-hmm. Even uh, you know, judgment begins with the house of God, and 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 it has to begin with us. And we have to own it. We can't deny it. We can't turn away from it. We can't, um, in some ways, try to dismiss it or minimize it. Um, we have to be honest to say it is utterly wrong, and there's no way to hide it or cover it up. And, and we need to ask for forgiveness. Um, even even those of us in churches where we haven't had these things occur have to realize that these things have taken place under the name of Christian. And so others are looking at us as, have we been complicit in this? Why haven't we called this out? Why haven't we addressed it? And the Church can't afford to be silent. It has to be proactive in saying that the most vulnerable people um, ought to be the people that we stand for and not try to cover up when they've been victimized. Amen. Well said, Reverend Dr. Dean Weaver, stated clerk of the Evangelical Presbyterian Church, also co-founder and former president of EduNations, and a great friend of ours. Dean, good to hear from you. All right, guys. Always great being with you. Bless you. Mm-hmm, Bless you, you as well. Really good. Very insightful. Dean Weaver.
We'll take a, a quick break. Uh, we haven't this, done this for a while. Does this make sense, John? Does this make sense? I doubt it. Some things do. Most things do. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses. Watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. And you can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman, and a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. When kids need medical care, they will often face stressful and life-changing experiences. They miss out on the things that make being a kid fun. Starlight Children's Foundation has delivered happiness to 17 million seriously ill kids and their families at more than 800 children's hospitals and healthcare facilities. Our programs entertain and inspire hospitalized kids. Learn more at starlight.org. That's starlight.org. Tonight, expect a thunderstorm in the evening. Otherwise, cloudy skies. We'll see a nighttime low of 64. Cloudy skies tomorrow with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Tomorrow will reach a high of 69. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies and cooler with a low of 48. Friday will be pleasant with sunshine and patchy clouds. Expect a high Friday of 71. Mostly sunny Saturday with a high of 72. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. make sense does what make sense amusement park rides they cause you to go upside down 
and then get stuck? <laughs> oh, that's, of course, why it was on my mind. Well, yes, it does in case make you, sense. In case you weren't familiar with the news from uh, Monday, uh, Arrow 360, which is... A crazy town ride at Kennywood anyway. Christy's written it multiple, multiple, multiple times. First off, that doesn't surprise me. No. Second of all, um, five minutes would be a very long time. Upside down. To be upside down. Mm. So, does that make sense? But, you, like Christy, she, she got on the thing multiple times, not thinking it would get stuck up. You go for the thrill. Now it's the only thing you're going to think of when you get on. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't do it now. Because I'd probably hurl, but you know, yeah, it's it's fun to be get twisted and turned around upside down like that. So it does make sense. Yeah, of course. It doesn't make sense. It John. makes sense. It doesn't make sense. It's the center core no, of the you know. Listen, spinning around. Okay, I like it. Tilt to work. Going fast. It's a great idea. Yeah. A roller coaster that goes upside down. Yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. Because you've got momentum. You're not going to be stuck there. Mm-hmm. Something that's forcing you like this forsaken ride, which I have, it's just a nightmare to even look at. Aero 360. The fact that you're actually have the potential ever of being stuck upside down for any length of time, that does not make sense. Nick Paradise from Kennywood said it was a short amount of time. Yeah. It wasn't short he for wasn't the people hanging that upside were down. upside down. Right. I say it makes sense. And I say it does not make All right. sense. All right, does this make sense? I'm reading in today's PG about the, the 96th presentation of the Cinderella Ball at the Allegheny County Club in Sewickley Heights. Debutantes. Debutantes. In 2022, seven young women were presented okay. to society. And there they are. I mean, I've, I've seen debutantes. I've, I've, I'm sure you've been a bartender. Uh, I have. Yeah. I've seen... You know, women wearing these beautiful gowns and long gloves up to their elbow. It's very... Um, Elegant. Old world. Old world. Yeah, that's a, very, that's a good phrase. Thank you. I mean, I, does it make sense? Nope. Oh, so I think it makes sense. Do you think? It Talk to me pl- about why. It has its place. Okay. There's a long historic... 96 years, this organization has been presenting young women. Yeah. Sort of like a coming out. Sure. They have... I mean, historically, I totally get it. Yeah. So, for them, it makes sense. So, who am I to say it doesn't make sense? Then why'd you bring it up? <laughs> I wanted your take on it. I don't think it makes sense, John. I think it's outlived its historical use. I mean, I could see you as a debutante when, uh, when you, you were younger. Yes. Can you? No. Christy? No. But it makes sense. 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. God wants us to come to Him in prayer. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us do just that. We'll learn some important lessons from the book of Nehemiah about integrity and devotion to our God. Tune in this week for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. A New Beginning with Greg Laurie, weekday mornings at 1030 on WORD. I remember getting tacos for a quarter in high school. Today, taking my nieces out for tacos demands a quarter of a paycheck. Buying gas is a gas. Buying Gatorade takes financial aid. Buying clothes has me watching knitting videos. And I thought about cutting my own hair until I saw the price of safety scissors. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And prices are up everywhere. Meaning the pressure is up for a lot of us. One thing that we're seeing a lot of listeners do to try to help is a cash out refinance. Home values have gone through the roof. Meaning most of us could cash out that extra value in our homes to use for life. 
I had a listener last week that was over the moon with her situation. She said she was going to use the extra cash to pay off all of her debt, do something special for her kids, and then just save the rest to fight these crazy price booms. If you're curious what that might look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330, Department of Banking, Mortgage Lender License number 22672. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede. These are my pillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code word. Now the offer is not going to last long. So order now with promo code word at mypillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code word. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. The Mechanical Services Company has fixed HVAC systems large and small for over 100 years. For fair treatment, expert service, and affordable solutions 24-7, 365. Find them online at tmschvac.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. June 1st, it's almost 90 degrees. Summer's here. Fabulous, isn't it? It's so exciting. Oh, thank goodness. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. How many layers, you know? And it's so difficult to go out. You have to think about so many things. You need your socks and your scarf and your mittens and your boots and your scraper Uh, and your salt. And it's all just so hard. Warming it up all the time. Now, like weekends here, I'm wearing a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. No socks. I'm putting on a pair of, you know, flip-flops or sand. And I'm done. I know. That's about it. So great. Now, Christy was out the other day at the pool. No sunscreen. And she's, you see her. She's got the yeah, little red cheek. Yeah, but she's got sheet. nice skin. I'm, nice. I'm a little burned. She's got a little burned. I but said, she's, hey. She's got nice dark skin. Are you Italian? Uh, no. You look Polish. Italian. Polish. Polish. And uh, my dad is, uh, I think, maybe German. How yeah. did I not know you were Polish? I don't know. Hmm. That's whole Really? Yeah. I feel like we've had this conversation. I guess we have. We should we should have bonded on we, that. We should have. You get yeah. pierogies at the pool. All right. That's kind of gross. <laughs> really. uh, pierogies at the pool? No, it'd be okay. No, I don't think so. You know. I in the shade, wrong I with think. That. All right. Yep. Anyway, there was a nice piece in the PG about now that summer's here, mm-hmm. um, Abby Mackey and Polly Higgins put together a summer bucket list of 22 foodie musts, and I've put together some of my own. Oh, uh, you have? That I'm eager to share. Fabulous. Okay. I don't know if I'm eager to share, but I will share. Well, let's go through some of these, all yeah. right? Number one, grab a snow cone from the Northside Institution. That would be- Gus and Yaya's. Yeah, since your dad was a lad. Of course. I mean, anywhere you can get a snow cone. Pretty much. A snow cone is great. Right? Just get a couple napkins because you know that, that the bottom part tends to drip. What's your flavor? Um, well, interestingly enough, I usually like cherry. Mm, yeah. But it makes your lips so red. Sometimes I go with a, like a lemon just because I don't want to go with What's the a, whole. Doing a cosmetic snow cone? Kind of. 
Really? Really? Kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the cherry or the blueberry because then you get the blue tongue. Oh, the blueberry's the worst. Talk yeah. about like staining. Yeah, it is staining. Yeah. yeah. You need topal after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this? Um, so drag yourself to brunch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the car bazaar they're talking about. Um, it's a uh, an entertaining meal and it's a flea market the second Saturday of the month through September. Really? Yeah, the never brunch. done it. Don't know anything about it. No, but I I like a little brunch, don't you? Yes, I do yeah, like yeah. I do like a little bit of brunch. Um, how about this? I would say I'm just going to intersperse mine as we go along. Okay. Eat outside on Shenley Quad at the porch in Oakland. Mm, that's very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't that fun? Very much so. I love it. Watch what's going on. You sit there and you look at the, you know the Cathedral of Learning. Right. You look at the museum. Yeah, it's a dippy. nice. Mm-hmm. Just really great. It's like very much. Phipps is right up the street. If you get inspired, you want to go up. Just walk into the library. It's so great. It's the city. I love it. it the city at its best, isn't it? I love everything about it. How about how do you feel about food trucks? See, because when I go and it's like this, I see food trucks. There's always like a long line of people standing in an asphalt parking lot, and I go, that doesn't, that doesn't look really good. no. Right. But then you get the food. I mean, for years the food trucks used to be out here at yep. Seven Parkway Center. Mm-hmm. You'd go out. And I don't mind that, but uh, I don't know. It's a thing. Here's my perspective on that, John. Okay. I love a food truck. Yeah. But if I'm not eating my food in some kind of nice environment, I don't mean it has to be like a fancy environment, but like I don't want to I don't want to eat in the middle of a parking lot if I can avoid it. Right. I mean, if I Locations. Can, yeah, right. Location matters. It's important. Right. So I feel like if if I get good food and I can take it in and you know, maybe sit in a chair in the lobby or sit at my desk. Like I those are it. fine options. It's fine. But it's better. To, I would much rather sit at my desk and eat it at work than eat in parking a lot. Parking lot. Right. That's just I'm not going to do that. I get it. How about like you know, like there's a great place I like to go to in Oakland called Chicken. Oh yeah, I've never been there. Oh, it's fabulous. The chicken is like really off the charts. But to eat it inside, it's like you know. Loud and tight, and you right. can't. So you need, to find, you need to find a good spot. In a way, you could get, get your that. chicken and walk to Shanley Park. No, you know what I do? I get my chicken and sit down in the corner there. Um, you oh know, yeah, on the granite sure. wall across from where the O used to be. Right, a fine spot. Which is and fine. very content to be there. Right, right. All right. Um, how about the city's vending machine, the Phantom oh, Menace? I don't know. I, I read don't know about this? that. I don't. I don't know about that. This is the coolest thing. It, it, the city's favorite vending machine on Mount Washington, advertising the 1999 film Star Wars Episode One, has long been without the Pepsi at, uh, Pepsi its wraparound. Uh, but this Phantom Menace machine has been there forever. You can still get fifty cents Fago. How about that? So isn't that weird? It is weird. It's like a the little things, time machine. Right, the things that remain. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, things that hang around. Yeah. Pages? No. The pretzel shop on Carson Street in the south side. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend this, John. I highly recommend going there, picking out two pretzels, mm-hmm. and you get two sauces. You want to get your not you want to get your ch- your nacho cheese and you want to get your honey mustard mm-hmm. and then you want to want to walk up and down Carson Street and do a little window shopping just do a little window shopping yeah, walk around with the pre- their pretzels are my favorite in town what are they called the pretzel shop really right across the Birmingham Bridge you've I've never, never been, been there. there no never happened no I haven't uh-uh. you go across the Birmingham Bridge yeah take a left and it's right on your right really okay all right uh, how about um, Oh, what about this? What about pages? 
Christy's all about the pages. I am. I am all it's about a, pages. She's part of the family. Is um, it? Not really. But wait, it's, it's I, some. Oh, it's a family business. Yeah, but, but I thought you had some family friends. I do have. I do have a connection to the family. We're not family though. Okay. Okay. Well, you get a coupon. It's it's yeah. written, it's written <laughs> up in this article um, about pages. in particular about Paige's warm chocolate chip sundae. It's the best. I get it all the time. Tell us about that, please. So it's uh, Nancy B's cookies, chocolate chip cookies, and it's just in a almost like a banana split type container with just a mound of ice cream, chocolate fudge, and cookies all around it. Oh my gosh! What What's be? it called? Um, I think it's called the Nancy B's Cookie Sunday, but don't, oh. don't, nobody quote me on that. Okay, my gosh, it's, it's amazing. See, we, last night this is kind of funny. Bring this up because last night it, it was it was like a quarter to nine. And I said, you guys feel like some ice cream? And we're like, yeah, okay. So I, I looked online and we were like, how about, uh, I mean, it's kind of like, how about we go to Dairy Queen? I mean, Dairy Queen's kind of like, you know, they're, they're all over the city. It's a pedestrian offering, I mean, sure. Because Rita's was going to close. Rita's was closing at nine. Um, Baskin and Robbins. I mean, so where do you go? I looked at Dairy Queen. Everything's closing at nine. So COVID, yeah, you can't get ice really cream at ten cha- o'clock at night. Really changed that. It yeah. really, it really changed yeah. it. So, wonder what time pages close? I think ten or eleven. There we go. That's there, what I need okay. to hear. That's what you need. That's to hear. what we're talking. Because I'm going to go get the Nancy B's chocolate chip hot thing, whatever. Burn. It's a lot. Yeah. Here's good. a place I like to sit outside. Hmm. Market Square in the summer. Oh, I haven't done that forever. It's Market really Square. fun. I love Market Square wait, at Christmas. Wait, wait, no. Really? I love Market Square at Christmas. I mean, I like to. What's hang... it like? Market Square used to be like, yes, you know. But it's not anymore. An AA meeting. But it's right, but it's not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yep. Mm hmm. Exactly. I wonder what Pick it's like. Pick one of several there. restaurants in the Square. This is mentioned in the article in the PG. Find a spot to sit. Look at the Gothic architecture of PPG. Waters Fountain. Thank us later. Really? Do that. Okay. Here's another idea. Hmm. What about. Eating on the patio at Tassaro's in Bloomfield. Oh, I've done that multiple times. How good is that? Say no more. I'd Best be burger in town. And that patio is nice in the back. It's like super yinzer. It is. Because like, there's like the little patio, and then right next door is like somebody's apartment. Right, and you can and kind you of see, wave You can. You're like, mm-hmm. Okay, it's, you know, you're renting an apartment. But you get, forget about Grubhub, you just go to Tassaro's, and you're like right there. Just roll it up. How about this? Last one. Hmm. Pack your dinner in a little cooler bag, whatever. Yeah. Park by the uh, old Heinz factory on the north side. Okay. Yeah. Take your your dinner, lunch, whatever it is, yeah, with yeah. you, and walk up the Allegheny River or oh, down the, the Allegheny River on the trail. And then, when you get to the Mister Rogers statue, sit down and eat your dinner. Oh, that's very nice. Oh, uh, very Northside of you. Yeah. Hmm? Mm-hmm. My- as a former Northside, that's something right? that's something that my family very much enjoys, and I want You've to recommend. Done that. Oh, many times, really. And we like to recommend it to the listening public. What you park at the Heinz park factory, at the Heinz and then factory, just walk down, walk that's, on the that's trail. A bit of a walk. It is a. It, it's probably a, a. I don't know, a mile, a and mile a half. or so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Get down to Mister Rogers. It's Mister Rogers is has a beautiful view of the city. Does it? Though? It's a really lovely view, and you know they play clips for Mister Rogers while you're in there. What? At Song. the statue? They play songs. They play him talking. Really? They play, it's really wonderful. Is it down the river from the the, the point? So you've got a, a it's on the other view. side. Yeah, an upward view of the yep. city. Yep. So you're kind of looking down, slightly down at the point. Wait, so Mr. Rogers is going, he's calling you like, hello, neighbor. Really? While you're sitting there mm-hmm. eating? He, there's all clips of the show. Interesting. 
All right. Well, it's June 1st, and it's almost 90 degrees. And won't you be my neighbor? I think I am. I'm sitting okay. here right now looking. <laughs> every <laughs> we are the day. Every day, neighbor. You're right here with me, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I had sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling a timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, People started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing it right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Biting into a sandwich is good. Getting the perfect bite of KFC's juicy, hand-breaded, 100% white meat chicken filet with tangy mayo, thick-cut pickles, and a buttery brioche bun? That's finger-licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich in classic or spicy today. Prices and participation may vary. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Um, mosquito spray. Oh. Made an appearance last night, and I feel good about it. Get. I don't care. So, Forget sitting there the candles. It doesn't not- work. You know, the, how many times are you like you're like you're online, and you see the ad with the guy's hand? Yes. You, is, that, is that a prominent feature in your feed? It's in mine, like every other day. No. Oh, my God. So, you know, some genius sticks, you know, a, a genius invention. And they show a guy, like, sticking his hand inside this, you know, glass-sealed box. And when he does, eight billion mosquitoes descend upon his hand. And there's not a bite. I am so happy that I've never seen it's that. constantly in my feed. No. 
Because I probably got to think about mosquitoes and I buy mosquito spray. Right. I hate mosquito spray so much. What are you going to do? I hate. You want to get bit? Well, it's the worst getting bit by mosquitoes. And then like scratch. I hate it. I hate it so much. But I tend to when when they start to bite, I just go in. No, I'm not. I'm not seeding ground. No. Believe me, I would dip myself in the stuff. I am not. I would dip myself. I would eat it. Would really? I refuse to go inside. Is that right? You're just not doing it. One little bite. They're not going to chase me away. Uh I don't care. Cover my whole body. Using just Uh, off, like no. uh, I have used. I use DARP. I don't care. Okay. Grow me a third head. (laughs) DARP. Deep woods off. I've used it. Yeah. Last year at the end of the season, I bought this like two little bottles and they were like revolutionary. So I'm now just breaking it out for the first you know few days. Do you know like for um, trips that we've taken to Central America? Mm. You know that's you know that kind of mosquito stuff that's <laughs> yeah. like so DDT. toxic. Right. Yeah. The U.S. government bans this in Guatemala, exactly. but I'll use it. Exactly. I don't even exactly. care. Exactly. Right. Fun. And you put it on, and then you can't do anything with your hands you have to like walk around like, right. with your hands up for 13 minutes while and, and don't put them near your eyes your right ha- or hair. your mouth and you can't eat Nothing. anything or chew gum or breathe but the mosquitoes are here because <laughs> summertime's here because it's june 1st thank you god happy to be alive happy summer the ride home with john and kathy a production of salem media group This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. Tesla, the company founded and led by Elon Musk. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.